So a show that I watched all the time when I was a kid was Blue's Clues. But now my emotional support TV show is Bluey. Which, the thing that drives me crazy or blows my mind, who would have thought that the two blue dogs on like kids TV shows, both girls. Who thinks about this? I don't know. I feel Literally like... me. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be weird if the guy Steve from Blue's Clues turned out to be a girl all the time. But I mean, it's not, it's not I something I think about in everyday life. Maybe you should. Bing. Bing. What up, everybody? Welcome to episode... Numero seis, day jumpsy confessions. <laughs> it's your favorite host, Jess, and your other host, Jordan. The other host? How do you know I'm not their favorite? I'm just context clues. I don't know. I think I'm their favorite. It doesn't really matter. No, uh, today, no, I think it does. I think we should hold a vote. Today we're talking about side pieces, so... <laughs> Side pieces in the form of side hustle. Yeah, side pieces for your wallet. I'm a hustler, no. baby. I just want you to know. Every day I'm hustling. Yeah. Every day I'm hustling. Yeah. Hustle real hard. Hustle, hustle real hard. So when you first start out as a flight attendant, especially if you're in reserve, your pockets are empty. Remember, I used to, I, I kept talking about how poor you were. You're still a poor babe. You're just abusing these people. No, you're still you're poor. You're poor. Babe. You're not going to make it. You're worth the steel toilet paper. Uh, toilet paper was worth a lot like three years ago. So, no, I, uh, I, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, however, uh, money aside, I personally think that there are very few flight attendants in their heart and soul. Um, I, I've met, I want to say, probably five in my lifetime. And by that I mean uh, a flight attendant who is truly a, fl- a flight attendant aviator in their heart and soul and their passion, you know, flying is their passion. They know all about the different aircrafts and the numbers of seats. And for them, it's a whole architectural porn gallery. Um, but most flight attendants, a lot of them, uh, being a flight attendant is just the gig that allows the accessibility to the real you. Um, or it gives you the flight benefits, the flexibility. Yeah, that, that's exactly like what I mean. All of your... Yeah, that, that's, I'm sorry, that, that's exactly what that means. Uh, they're, they're a flight attendant for the benefits, um, so that the benefits uh, fuel their actual passion, which, you know, we're going to go down the various lists of potential side hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talked before how a lot of flight attendants are like vloggers or like traveling nurses and stuff like that. Um, that's exactly what we're referring to. Um, but it doesn't have to be a main profession. We're going to be talking today uh, about side professions, uh, stuff or that you can usually do part-time yeah. just to yeah, make to some make, money. Yeah. Just to get some extra pocket money when that per diem isn't racking up for your drink tab, you know, or if you're saving up for something, you just need that extra kick, but you don't, maybe you just don't have the ability to make overtime. I know certain airlines have a cap on hours for the month as well. Or if you're, like I said, new, unreserved, um, if you have a family and you need more time at home, Mm -hmm. so you need to work fewer flight hours, there's so many different reasons why you want to side hustle, but most people, I think, just do it for, like, 
to compensate for their lack thereof financial yeah. stability yeah. from the job itself. Yeah, and, and I, I personally think having a side hustle is a great way to maintain an anchor into ground life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to keep your head in the clouds all the time. Um, you lose track. You start forgetting people. Oh my God, there's not even a clicker on this pen. He's still making uh, the pen I'm, noises. I'm trying my best, Jesse. Whoa. <sighs> um, so, did you have a side hustle at all when you were a flight attendant, Jordan? No. I don't think I did. Wow. I... I think I did like a guest bartending. I did a guest bartending thing maybe like three months in. But that wasn't a consistent thing. That was really because uh, I had gotten shot. We'll save that for another T episode, but spoiler alert. Um, I got shot a month after being hired, like after after training. Um, not on the clock. It wasn't some terrorist counter terrorism thing on a plane or anything. It was he just unrelated. lives in Philly. I was on reserve, completely unrelated situation, uh, and and I got shot in the back. Thankfully, survived. I stuck on my dance moves, um, and when I came back, uh, I didn't have a lot of money to sit on because, you know, even though the company did offer like medical leave and stuff like that, I didn't qualify for that because I wasn't in for enough months. I had literally just been working there for a month and then got shot. So they couldn't fire me because that would be medical discrimination, but they couldn't pay me for my time off. And so I picked up a few little bartending spots at this place called like Red's Bar and Grill or another place called Sheffield's. Little, little spots in Philly that aren't around anymore um, due to the pandemic, RIP. Um, Sick. Yeah. So just a little quick, quick money like that. But I could have done that consistently. Um, while I was on reserve, for sure. What about you? Um, when I was on reserve, I was a server at a bar in Delaware, which is right down the street from Philly, y'all. So if you ever apply for a company, you want to be based in Philly, but you don't want to live in Philly, you can live in Delaware, and it's fine. <laughs> Basically, yeah, the airport's really close. It's yeah. fine, yeah. yeah. Um, so I did that. Um, I sold meal plans for a little bit. I, during the holidays, would sell um, charcuterie boards and stuff like that. Like, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, just little little things. But I made most of my money through serving. I made bank. Made honestly. bank. Yeah. Bank. Those were the days. Now yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, so. I, I think serving and bartending are a great way to not, not just maintain humility, but just to keep one hand on the pulse of society. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are the people, I mean, that in the most vague way possible, how are the people feeling? What do they talk about? What are they interested in? What's the vibe? Uh, what's the cultural? Yeah, what's the cultural mood of the area? I, I think, you know, uh, being a server, a bartender, way more bartender in my opinion, uh, to really gauge how the, you know, the collective society around you is feeling. Well, and too, like, on reserve. And you get money. Well, yeah. Money, yeah. yeah. So, my thing is, I was like, if you're on reserve, again, you don't really have a lot of money. So, it was nice because depending on where you work, sometimes you get, like, a meal or something like that. Yeah. So, not only am I getting extra money because I'm working, I'm also getting a free meal. I love a free and, meal. Oh, and I would also say serving and bartending is a lot of time standing on your feet. 
prepares you for being a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. You know, the the each each swords sharpens each other in that way. You know, and um, it gets you used to eating by the trash can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, in restaurants, restaurants, bars, I would say the whole staff are characters. They're really particular type of weirdo, similar to being a flight attendant. You know, mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of normal people. So it's it's a great way to have like just one foot in that dimension. But uh, uh, serving side, I would say another very flexible um, side gig is Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, um, Instacart, stuff like that. They, what's referred to as the gig economy. Because um, those offer flexible hours. You basically clock in and clock out whenever you feel like. Right. And, you know, you're... Or even like contracted deliveries essentially. Instacart, did you say that? Yeah, Instacart, oh, it's like okay. the food shopping one. Well, because I know like some of them you have to like schedule your shit ahead of time and stuff like that. Okay. But it, it, I did um, Uber a little bit when I was on reserve because. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Did, did that help your career as a flight attendant? Do you think? In any way? I mean, besides financially, I don't know if. It I worked. mean, I don't know that it necessarily helped my career as a flight attendant. Like, I I feel like one of the most underrated things about doing uber or lyft is the networking opportunity that's there okay like because you just never know who you're gonna meet um i mean it also depends i mean you're a girl yeah which makes it even scarier for me yeah i mean i think it makes it especially scary for you as a passenger than as the driver as a driver too what am i gonna do i don't have a gun yeah, but yeah, they could right. be like. I mean, but drive it's, it's at least it's at head. least. I mean, like that's a radical situation, but it's at least you have the hand on the wheel. Whereas I don't know. I'm imagining like some creeper driver dude. Yo, what's up, girl? So I'm taking you home, right? This your address. Like it's weird that they're like seeing your address. I mean, and stuff I've like been that. like sexually harassed um, yeah. in a shuttle to a hotel when I was by myself at work. Yeah. Like. Sexual harassment yeah, happens to girls anywhere. It doesn't really yeah, matter what the situation true. is. So, which is, like, sad. But yeah. it is what it is. But, like, I think Uber and Lyft both have um, features that you can, like, share your location with people. So, if yeah. you are a female and you're, like, worried about doing it, um, you can always share your location with, like, your parents or whoever. Or you could just do DoorDash um Uber Eats, uh, Instacart, whatever, so that nobody's actually getting into your vehicle and you can still be flexible with that. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I was uh, celebrating my friend Stephanie's um, graduation of nursing school mm-hmm. and I was fucking twisted. <laughs> I was twisted off my ass and it was a great, great, happy, drunk time. Uh, but as I was getting my Uber uh, <laughs> set up and she was walking me out to the car, she... Um, she's like, hey, Jordan, please text me. Let me know you got home. And then I got home. I was like, hey, dude, made it home safe. He's like, LOL, I know. I shared your location to my phone. I'm like, oh, cool. Like through the Uber app. Oh, like, oh cool. awesome. That's excellent. Oh, mm. hi, Chucky. Guys, uh, my, my cat just came to join us in the podcast. He's chilling in the background. Which is a great segue. You could be like a pet walker, a mm-hmm. pet sitter, yeah. something like that. I know that um, one of the <laughs> services that you can use is called WAG. Okay. You have to pay like $50 for a background check. But um, 
that's really flexible. And I think that they also have a feature where you can, like, stay at people's houses, too. So, um, if you, I mean, realistically, if you wanted to, and you got enough of a following or whatever on WAG, I'm pretty sure you could just, like, stay at people's houses and pet sit instead of, like, getting a crash pad or something. Chuck! He, he agrees. He agrees. Chuck says, Meryl, let's do it! <laughs> no, he, he wouldn't like no strangers at this house. He's, uh... He texts me, and I, know, I, and I come, come here, here all the lot, time. Yeah. Literally, last time I stayed at Jordan's, I woke up the next morning, was, like, showering, and I was like, shit, that hurts. I looked at my arm, I had scratches all up and down my hand and arm from the fucking cat when I was sleeping. <laughs> And I bring this cat treats. Like, what mm. the frick, man? Um, so aside from uh, little creatures, I mean, you can also babysit. Babysit, you know. Babysit, that's, yeah. That's taking care of other little creatures, little human pets. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, I think some people nanny, too. Like, cause I think yeah. that's more like you clean and stuff Yeah, like, like that housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that... I know a lot of flight attendants who fucking hate kids. Me. So, it's literally yeah. me. Yeah, you included. So babysitting might not need, like, it, might, it might not be your forte. However, uh, it fits in with the flexibility of reserve life and decent, I mean, if you have low hours line holder, you can sneak some babysitting in yeah. if you love those little buggers. Yeah. Um, also, if you love, if you love kids, you yeah. could be a substitute just, teacher. Yeah. Like, I... I think, I mean, oh, especially yeah. in, like, cities where, um, like... Where they have teachers? <laughs> every city has teachers. But I'm, like, <laughs> like major cities where, um... Where teachers are underpaid? And that's, again, everywhere. <laughs> um, wow, why can't I think of, like, like, cities where there's a high demand for teachers, but there's a low supply. I think that the... Um, yeah. the requirements are really yeah. every public, low. Yeah, every public school in any overpopulated city. Yeah, yeah. like the requirements are very... Yeah. You must have two eyes, one nose, and that's it. You also <laughs> must be able to talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I mean, honestly, that'd be great because as a flight attendant, you're already going to be equipped for emergency situations and the way that at least the schooling system is in the U.S., uh, you'll be great for like medical emergencies, school mm-hmm. shootings, because you mm-hmm. are already trained on that. Yeah, maybe, maybe not the school shootings part, but yeah, I'll see. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way that it is here. It's unfortunate. But... And um, the, the side hustle that exists everywhere. I feel like everywhere you go, whether you're at a restaurant, whether you're at an office, whether you're a flight attendant, whether you're a nanny, whether you're a stay-at-home mom. You'll find this side hustle, real estate. I know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many real estate representatives or real estate agents or people who work for an agency of some sort. Or, like, you I know. mean, we have people who own their own companies. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's so. incredibly... I mean, a lot of people are very accomplished real estate uh, agents themselves. And right. they become a flight attendant just, hey, fuck it, I want to travel some more. Well, but they already make a decent living in real estate. So... I don't know. Are real estate licenses specific to a state? I'm not sure. Because uh, I'm, I'm wondering... every, every time someone gives me the real estate speech about how to get into the business and stuff, 
it gets very culty and you know like multi-level marketing mm. scam it's sounding. giving oh you, you know? could be part of a pyramid scheme that's another yeah side it's it always sounds like that so i just i'd never really bothered to give 100 percent focus because i know a lot that. of people make a lot of money on it and i'm thinking if it's not required like state by state you mm. could just be a flight attendant and sell real estate literally wherever. Like, if you yeah. have Orlando layovers all the time, you could also sell real estate in Orlando. But I don't know how realistic that is. I'm not a real estate agent, mm. so... Yeah, if any uh, flight attendants are also real estate agents, please feel free to message us. Give us the real scoop, because this is a field in which we know very little about. Obviously. And I'm sure we have access to, like... I know a handful that I can message them and get the realty. Um, which I'll probably do just for the sake of having more to say next time we talk. But, um, yeah, any, any diehard real estate agents out there or also travel heads, uh, tell us what the uh, schedules are like. What's the money like? What are the requirements like? I know a lot of people and make how a you lot can, of money. How would you be able to mix that with being a flight attendant if you're not already a flight attendant yourself? Yeah, I, yeah. I know, I know it makes a lot of money. I think it's like commission based, yeah. obviously, but I don't know. but also there's a lot of things that you could do like on your own like if you're like a little entrepreneur like us like a little podcaster if you have a little podcast cast a little podcast um a lot of flight attendants especially now that tiktok is so big and i you can make money off of tiktok apparently yeah i don't know it's all of these sites like even youtube any of these once you get enough followers now companies can do their commercials on your Paid like for sponsorship stuff, stuff. Like that. yeah. So, well, also, yeah. I know some platforms will pay you for the number of views that you get. Like once you, yeah, whatever it is, uh, I don't know what the specifics of that are. Yeah, but, like you I, do... I, I think I, I hear you get more from TikTok than YouTube, but you know, TikTok is also potentially a puppet company for the Chinese government. So yeah. it's like you got to choose who do you want to sell your private information to: Google, YouTube, or TikTok. You know, you got to. Who are you selling your soul to? <laughs> but I mean, if you have any form of a social media, you're already done that, babe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're so. essentially... Well, but then it goes into like, do you trust Zuckerberg with your stuff versus the Chinese government where they make robots and profiles based on your identity and stuff, you know? And like they do that AI shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how they're doing it. Yeah, like, That like, stuff is so cool, you know though. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm, that's how you know how lonely I am. I'm excited. I get those robot texts. It'll be like, hi. I'm like, hi, who's this? Oopsies, I apparently had the wrong number. Uh, I thought this was Shelly. But hey, my name's Ari. What's your name? You know, just trying to have a conversation with, with a fucking, fucking stranger. Yeah. And then, so just to, 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 to indulge it, I'm like, I'm like, hi, hi, Ari. My name's Osama. It's lovely to meet you. Oh, thanks, Osama. This is my picture. And it'll be like just some generic, um, just random Chinese teenager or something holding a bag walking in a park. This is me. May I get a picture of you? It's just the robots harvesting your information. Like, it's so easy to dodge, but I know old people fall for that shit well, yeah, all the time. Well, yeah, because you do, like, the so, phone number thing, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we saw some um, fraudulent activity so, on your account. Yeah, I need your social just, security Yeah, number. we just got to verify your identity. We, you just give me your uh, your address. Give me your birthday. Last four of your social... The, yeah. You know, but in reality, they're just harvesting your information to make new accounts with your name and, you know. 
scam. Uh, scam. But, but yeah. Uh, but you can make money doing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and you just have to be careful with it. Like, that's yeah. really all it is. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. And so that I feel like that goes into kind of the same blanket when we're talking, you know, uh, podcasts. Uh, vloggers, bloggers, and in- influencers in general. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to maintain a social media presence and you're going to be a source of entertainment or information for people, um, you know, you get popular enough, you can make some money. I've seen that there's a handful of super popular flight attendants on mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. They give you essentially what uh, I want to say a more rated G version of what we're doing. Uh, like, oh, it's the day in the life. This is what flight attendant's life is like. It's like, we're giving you the raw, real shit. Yeah. They're giving you the TikTok dolls. Oh my God, look at the great They're selfie material. They're giving you what's going to give you the view. Like, yeah. what's going to get the views and exactly. like. Exactly. But you like, know? we're here to be like, yeah, it is sunshines and rainbows, but it's also thunderstorms yeah. and hail and yeah. a tsunami. We're, yeah, we're keeping like, it real, which is, that's the difference. But whatever, whether you're keeping it real or keeping it fake. You can get paid in this industry and it, as a side hustle. You don't have to give an overwhelming amount of your resources and time in order to fund these things. So like even a, a Jesse and I, like this is really like some off-brand side gig for us. Like we don't have yeah. a studio. Like again, you heard my cat walk in the room the other right. like just a few minutes ago. You heard this like is, kids screaming on previous ones yeah, because we live in Philly. Yeah, we have we had the echo in the previous episode. Yeah, like you know, you know we're, like, we're not like professional editors exactly. Honestly, not, this is just us like talking shit, like yeah, inventing. This is, we get to hang out like yeah. at least once a week and it's a lot more frequently than we used to. Exactly. So and, and this is a lot of how our regular conversations are. Uh, yeah, except for like when this, we look at each other when we're doing this, it feels a little weird. Yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to look at the mic and not at you, Jesse. You can look at me. I know, but I can Make look at you. Contact. I love looking at you, but like not when we're on the podcast, it's weird. Yeah, because it feels like... Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel like it's just you and I having conversation. I want yeah. to feel like it's us having conversation with the people yeah. that are listening, you know? Yeah. I want them to feel like they're also in the conversation, even though they're not giving feedback. Like, you guys can freaking say some shit. I don't know. You know, tell us you like the mansplain without telling us you like the mansplain. Are you talking about me? Yeah, it was like, because like talking to them and they can't talk back. Yeah, that's yeah. freaking rude. Yeah. Talk back to me. <laughs> 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 um, also, if you are an entrepreneur, oh, entrepreneur, um, you can do like sell stuff on that's, Etsy. That's such a vague term nowadays. You hear entrepreneur again. My my ears perk up. Like we were talking about the real estate pitch. When someone tells me they're an entrepreneur, I I prepare mentally for some kind of scam, like pitch. A, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, like, a pyramid scheme or like. They're like, once you get three people to sign instead up, of a we're drug all going to make $7,000. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, instead of saying I'm a peer, instead of saying he's a drug dealer, it's like, I'm a, I'm a vitamin dealer, vitamin salesman. Oh, I work in pharmaceuticals. I work in pharmaceuticals, you know, I work <laughs> Like with, illegal street pharmaceuticals. I'm a medical consultant, right. an independent medical consultant. I just consult you to buy my drugs, you know? <laughs> okay, well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the crafty people. Ooh. People the like, artsies, the, the art artsies. people. Yes, I, I mean, there's a couple people who work for the company that I work for, mm-hmm. um, that sell stuff. Like one yeah, person have, makes have, sweatshirts. Yes, I have two custom wine glasses made by uh, the girl Charity. I don't Charity. Know. Yeah, maybe we can we can ask her what her tag is for her website. And stuff I have like it. That. Oh, collections you collections by Charity. Or, yeah, or well, by Sage or something, right? Oh yeah, is it something Sade? like that. Something we'll tag it. Yeah, we'll them. tag it. We'll, we'll confirm what it's called. But she's a. Well, it's not only just a beautiful person, but a wonderful artist. Very and thoughtful. She makes, she makes keychain lanyard things that are yeah. super cute. Um, but it's just the intricate thoughtfulness she puts right. into like 
all these subtle things. Like even as she's writing something out, she'll write it out in like four different colors of ink just to show there's layers to it. Well, can I so, tell you? I, I really I'm pretty sure there was like effort, a yeah. there was a thing detail. where she like bedazzled Crocs. Was that her? I'm not sure. I, I think it, I think it was her. Um, if not, it was another flight attendant. Bedazzled yeah. Crocs. Literally put them on, like put the gems on individually yeah like that blows my mind i don't have the artiness for that but a lot of people like will do that and since depending on the airline that you work for there's a lot of there can be a lot of downtime Mm -hmm. or even like on your layovers and stuff it's easy to like produce your product and um you know sell it just just distribute it through like yeah exactly exactly so when you're yeah so when you're involved in stuff like this like arts and crafts remember every flight not only do you promote it to your colleagues, but you can promote it to passengers. Like if you, if you can see and admire and maybe a unique piece of jewelry a passenger has, you compliment them on it. Start a conversation. Like, oh, I actually, I time. actually make jewelry myself, and bang, bang, you got your pitch as you're passing by and selling, you know, selling or giving out drinks. You know? It's so funny because I was in an Uber mm-hmm. like two days ago, going to one of my hotels, and this girl's like talking to me about what it's like to be a flight attendant and stuff like that. So we were like talking mm-hmm. for a little bit. I was like. Well, actually, I have a podcast about what it's like to be a flight <laughs> I was like, attendant. I was doing that at the yeah. bar, I'm, bar. I'm bartender. I was like, yeah. okay, like the, the, the conversation about being a flight attendant comes up all the time because like everybody, all my colleagues know like, I was right. a flight attendant and stuff like that. So they've got all the aviators to the bar or something. And I have, I have an extremely storied career. And so I always have mountains and mountains of stories and stuff like that to report. And people are really fascinated about, oh, I wish you could do this, wish you could do that. I'm like, oh, actually, we already talk about that on my podcast. Like, right. Hey, we need business cards Shameless shit. drop. Yeah. Shameless. We need, we, need, we need business cards or some shit. Cause Look it, at it's us. Just, it's, this podcast shit is becoming so much more and more relevant as time goes on. You right. Know? It's so. just us talking shit, but we love mm. it. It's yeah. crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, so aside from the artsy, fartsy uh, flight attendants among us, some people are just gifted with the beauty. You ever see those flight attendants that uh, drop they're, dead they're gorgeous. just they're just drop dead gorgeous? You can put a dirty sock on their face and they'd still look amazing. You know, like they just they couldn't look ugly if they tried. Like some people are just blessed with that beauty. Some people have to work their ass off constantly to maintain it, but some people just got it. And so modeling, modeling is totally a flexible um, outlet uh, for as a side gig. Uh, modeling and photography that you know they, they kind of go hand in hand because um, being as a traveler with you know you might have multiple days off straight you might have just multiple hours in a specific city for specific gigs uh, modeling and photography those are easy go-to's uh, for that purpose um, on top of that to um, like only fans yeah, well, you know, I'm surprised we we forgot to mention that when we were talking about the influencers, because that's essentially, you know, it's yeah. another brand of that. It's a more specific rated R version of entertainment, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, OnlyFans, you know, even if you don't got the super sexy figure, there's people who are laying their feet. There's people who would just pay you to watch you eat certain things. Well, and I know there's all like, kinds of fetishes that people will pay money for that you don't even have to undress. To make money on OnlyFans, well, you know? Especially, like, for flight attendants and stuff like that, too. Um, since it's such a fetishized thing, mm-hmm. I know some people, like, sell their tights. Some yeah, people sell, their, sell their, underwear. their underwear. So, I mean... Some some girls over here farting in a jar, selling that to people. 
I, I brought this fart from Belgium for you. Right. You know? This is a baguette fart from, yeah. from Paris. Oh, wee wee. It's like a whip. Suck la blue. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, even though that's not, like, again, I feel like that's a very, like, niche thing. Like, it's not going to be for yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, exactly. It's like, you know, um, that's very particular corner of the airline industry. But right. I mean, I mean, we're going down this this hole. We might as well also just mention sex work, mm-hmm. pornography. These are can be stigmatic ways to make money. Uh, probably not the best way to find your wife or husband. But you never know, babes. You never know. I didn't say it's impossible. I just said it's not the best. You know, like I wouldn't go to a library to find my favorite beer, but I'm sure it's not impossible. You might find you know, a book about beer. You might love it. Yeah, you, you might. You know, whatever. Finding your soulmate doing sex work or porn not impossible, but very unlikely. But I mean, but, but it pays. People... We're not here talking about life choices. We're here talking about side hustles. It is a side hustle. Uh, you know, exchanging orgasms, masturbating with each other's body. You both make uh, like they get whatever they get. You as the entertainer, you make some money as well. Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of on par with OnlyFans. You know, yeah. it's like all the sex without the sex. But then there's places like Vegas and stuff where sex, sex work is legal. You know, I'm all for it. As long as it's all consenting adults, have at it, guys. You know, especially as consenting adults and then they're paying you. Get your money, homie. Yeah. Get get your paper on. Like I said, we're not here to judge. We're just here yeah, to... Yeah, I'm not here to judge nobody. We're here to yeah. um, express mm. all of the deeds. Yeah, we're here to just... things that people do. Let you money. know that you have options to make money as a flight attendant that doesn't include your life as a flight attendant, you know? Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of dimensions to who we are. And guess what? If you're a freak, you gotta, you gotta be a freak, you know? Sure. Not, you Live know, your best not, life. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that at work, so... Yeah, as long, like I said, as long as consenting adults, get your freak on, homie. Um, also, I guess, uh, kind of on par with that, but not super really <laughs> on par with that at all. Um, like if you want to donate, donate sperm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or, to or like a clinic eggs. instead of just yeah. donating it to the guy with the camera. Yeah. 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 Donating sperm, donating eggs, donating, donating blood plasma. plasma. Yeah. Donating, well, I don't think they pay you to donate blood. They don't pay you to donate blood, but they do pay you to donate plasma. Yeah. And, like, you can, I depending on where you are, where you go, you can make, like, an extra hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, it's definitely, definitely worth looking into if times are tough. Yeah. You know? If you can, if I mean, you if can you do, do it without the liquids in your body, get it, you know? Well, and it's, like, also, like, that could be an extra $400 a month. Like, that's Absolutely, a lot of money yeah. for some people, you know? Yeah. It's that's a lot of money for add, me. It adds to the budget. Absolutely. Right. It's an extra $100 a week. That's what that yeah. is, you know? Um. <clears throat> And just off-brand of donating um, parts of yourself, being a performer, you know. Uh, Whoa. Music. Did not think that was going there. <laughs> <laughs> Musicians, comedians, actors, dancers. Uh, these models. were all... Well, we already mentioned models. Did uh, we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, um, I was saying how people are like super beautiful. You can put oh, it every yeah, sock yeah, on yeah, 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 Remember yeah, back yeah, then? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like the performing stand-up comedy, uh, acting, whether theater acting on stage or, oh, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to be just coming in for a day to film for this commercial. Or you voice can be like acting. an extra. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. So it's, it's really low demand, but pretty good money. You know, like you get just being in the background of a movie where like The Rock is going to be in or something like that. You, you make, can you make the quick, freaking rock, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. You can get a quick $500 just to hold a coffee in the background. And that's all during your layover, you know? Like, you're getting paid while getting paid. Or you can do it on your day off. <clears throat> yeah, you too. can also just do it yeah. on your day off. Um, but, like, we're also, you know, we're trying to orchestrate the fact that you can 
remember, you travel for free as a flight attendant. You know, you can just get up and go to L.A. for zero dollars if you'd like to. And it's just totally within your reach. Um, And, you know, traveling performing artists, you've got singers, rappers, people who play instruments. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians, exactly. It's like, like imagine being able to hit an open mic in multiple cities. Like, hit an open mic in Minnesota Monday, open mic in Fort Lauderdale Tuesday, Open mic in Nashville Wednesday. You're going all over the place. You know, and then Maybe by the time, by the time, by the but then by the time, you know, you're honing your skills from multiple different crowds from multiple different regions. That's a great way to build your set and network. And exactly, and networking, just building your name. It's like being on a tour without officially being on a tour. So that's mixing the side hustle in the middle of your shifts, in the middle of your trips. <coughs> but you know, as performers and stuff, um, these these schedules can be rather flexible anyway. So you can set it up for your days off. That way you can just keep your flight benefits. So that let's say you can book shows outside of your city. You just make sure you got the days off. You just fly there yourself and do it all yourself. Um, yeah. Um, also, you know, if you are a smooth talker, mm-hmm. get yourself a sugar mama. Get yourself a sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. You Those know? are always good access. And sometimes people don't even want like sexual favors. I was sometimes about to they say just that. want someone yeah. to talk to. When people think sugar mamas and sugar daddies, they think you're you're hooking up with older people for their money. No, I want to say it can it can be that. Can I, I want to say in some cases it's like that. But a lot of these people just want company. Like they have, or they they put all their time and effort and personality into their job, or caring for their or caring for a spouse who's dying or yeah. something like that. So then. Now that they're older and alone and sitting on an abundance of wealth and they don't really have the social skills to make new friends or something, like they might be lacking in deficient in other ways, they just like having a pretty pal. company. A, yeah. Maybe it's a, not always a pen pal because sometimes you end up doing more. No, but, not a pen pal, yeah, just, just a pal Yeah, in just like a person to accompany them to the movies, a person to join talk them at the, the to talk on the phone, to go to the restaurant with them, go on dates with them. Sometimes that's all they really want, and they'll shower you with stuff. And it's a weird thing to ask. I, 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 I don't just go, hey, pardon me, would you like a sugar baby? You know, like, I don't know if there's, there's like a. And stuff. Yeah, so I don't have a lot of experience with that. Seeking I mean, I, arrangements I, I is, I is say like I've, the most popular one. I've, I've had a sugar mama, but um, it wasn't like some formally discussed thing. Like, it was just a woman I was vibing with, and then bam, struck the lottery. You know, it was, it was one of those. As opposed to like, I actually I hear those actual sites way. and network is like, hey, I'm looking for a sugar baby, sugar daddy. I don't know the ins and outs of that. Actually, kind of sounds kind of creepy to me. It, yeah. Like applying for a sugar daddy or applying for a sugar baby. Well, it's I don't not, know how that it's works. Not like an app. It, I I feel like it's probably similar to like Tinder or something like that, mm-hmm. where like you just start messaging someone. If you click, great. If not, then mm-hmm. you keep looking. Yeah, I find like, in my in my like, I've witnessed a lot of people who like they're such obvious sugar daddies looking for sugar babies at bars. They start off talking about like they want to be business partners with you, mm. and they act like they you know hey you can help me with my business I'll help you get started help you blah blah blah. But in reality, they just want to be taking you on dates while they do their own thing. You know they want to be that guy. They want to be that older dude with the hot younger woman. That's fine. Which is hey like yeah. I said consenting adults I'm all for it. Get your paper on dog. You know, get that, get that shmoney, shmoney, shmoney. And one of the last things that like I know is like pretty popular and easy to obtain is like getting your notary 
certificate. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned what, is, what even is that? What is a notary? So um, a notary. So, so if so you have like, what that is. so say like if you're in the middle of a custody battle or something like that, and you have to get something, uh, you have okay. to sign something, but you have to have a witness. Okay. You don't have a witness. You go to a notary, and they notarize it. So, yeah. and. Like, depending on where you go, like, sometimes, like, libraries have, like, free ones or whatever, but a lot of times you can charge people for those services. So, it's, like, it's, like, a cheap thing to, like, get the certification for it, and then you can just, like, have that, so that way you can, like, post, like, oh, hey, I'm a notary Mm -hmm. public in case you need it. Okay. And then you can, like, charge people, like, 10 bucks or whatever to literally just sign a piece of paper. What are, like, the qualifications for that, do you think? Like, just Um, 18 and older? I have no idea, actually. Um... Like, how to become a notary public. <laughs> um, Thank you, Google. You submit an application, complete training, pass an exam, buy the supplies. That's it. Okay, yeah. So, like, a lot of these startup things. A lot of, yeah. You know, real estate's going to be like that, too. They're going to make you take courses and shit before they certify so, you. The, it costs $42 to apply <clears throat> and $65 to take the exam in Pennsylvania. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not doing that shit, but, but, but still, it, but, but you like, can. You as a flight attendant, you can. And remember, just, you know, be real about what your expenses are. What What is your happiness actually cost? What is your social life cost? And again, if you're able to live within your means and live a happy, vibrant life on reserve, by all means, get it. Is. Yeah. Do your thing. You well, don't not have to even necessarily on reserve, but like also... Yeah even as, as a line a, holder. Yeah, even as a line holder, again, it may, it may be being a full-time flight attendant isn't for you. Maybe. You can just do enough of it to keep your benefits while you relish in these side hustles and enjoy the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. Well, shit, that's, that's been, I think that's... Uh, yeah. Um, if you have any other side hustles that we didn't mention and we can add to the description of this episode, feel free to send us a message on Instagram at jumpseat under four, under four. Under four. <laughs> underscore confessions pod. <laughs> underscore confessions pod. <laughs> um, and we'll be sure to add them to our description because again, like we don't, we obviously some of these we have not dabbled in ourselves. Right. Yeah. Um. So we're just the messenger on like things that are possible. So mm-hmm. if there are other ones, um, we're talking we legal stuff. To... Well, legal stuff. If you're like a professional hitman or some shit, we get it. It's a flexible schedule. Or a drug dealer. Yeah, like, like we're not trying to do. We're not. We're not, we're not trying to promote any of that. Like right. you know, um, so legal side hustles. Please feel free to submit yeah, those yeah, suggestions yeah. to us. Uh, we'd be happy to relay the messages to everybody. Yeah. So um, that's been that. Right? That's that, guys. But, yo, be nice to each other. Be nice to yourselves. And pay us for boarding. Fly safe, y'all. <laughs>